Seeking Veganism podcast. My name is Jess and I'm back with an amazing episode. I'm so grateful I got to do this episode really um, because I got to interview Sisters Dead Stray. In case you don't know them, you should be pulling up your phone right now and looking for them on Instagram because these girls are super amazing. And seriously, I'm not saying it just because um, I got to interview them, but also because I've been following them for quite a while on Instagram and they've been so inspiring and they have been life-changing to me as well, especially this interview was very refreshing, something so new. Um, and you know, we live in a society today where everything has to be moving super quick. We always have to do our best, give our best uh, day in, day out. Um, and we feel so much external pressure um, that it was very nice to have someone that tells you, hey, everything that you want to achieve, you already have within you. And this is uh, very nice to, to just realize that this is actually true and that the pressure that we put on ourselves is something that is so unhealthy. So in this interview, we got to talk about literally everything from women empowerment, loving yourself, and also how to deal with a situation like currently with the coronavirus, you know, what we can do in order to feel better and support each other. So I don't want to, you know, keep you waiting any longer. So I want you to enjoy this interview and just, yeah, let's get started. Hi, how are you doing? We're good. How are you? I'm good too. So nice to talk to you today. Very excited. Um, I know we don't know each other yet, so it's been kind of like a back and forth on Instagram. But I've been following you girls for quite a while. And um, actually, you know, a couple of friends were tagging me in your post. And I was like, hey, these girls sound really cool. <laughs> I need to know more. <laughs> so as I'm also a vegan coach um, and I also help people, I really connected to the way you present, you know, self-love and self-acceptance and just the positivity that you share and you spread and really um, also that you're very focused on women empowerment something that I've noticed a lot in you know the way you communicate to your followers and this is why I also became a women coach so yeah I'm super excited for this amazing we so are, are we yeah we're, <laughs> we're pumped for this we're yeah. honored to be here thank we you are. so much we really much. love the message that you share and what you share on your podcast and the empowerment around vegan veganism um we really connect with that so we're super excited to be here thank you so much i'm also very excited so i think the best way to start this would be just for you girls to just tell us a little bit about yourself what you do who you are where you're from everything <laughs> absolutely we can do that you want to start sure so <laughs> i'm Amanda. i am malia i also go by leah so whichever works <laughs> We're the founders of Sisters That Stray. So we, Sisters That Stray is an online community and a mentoring program. And we, we're coaches, we're mindset and yoga instructors, we're energy healers, plant-based nutrition experts, and we are infinite love. <laughs> and we love to support other women. We love to support um, other souls who are on the same journey as we are to expand our consciousness to raise our vibrations to live fully in our purpose in our passion and to express and share our gifts in a way that is contributing to a better future for our planet for our humanity and for ourselves too 
Um, so we, our story started <laughs> in Costa Rica, really. Uh, we're from Pensacola, Florida. That's where we're based now. Um, but we always say that Costa Rica is like our second home. Um, this is where our journey into spirituality really began. We lived there for about a year and a half. And this was about a year and a half ago, I think. We left about a year ago. Okay. So, yeah. Anyway, so it was, um, yeah, about a year and a half that we lived in Costa Rica. And um, our first time we went to Costa Rica was this very, like, a spontaneous trip. And um, we were living in Denver at the time where we thought we were both in these jobs that we thought were you know, going to be fulfilling us um, for years and years to come. <laughs> and little did we know until we showed up in Costa Rica on this spontaneous trip that everything back home in Denver, Colorado was just all of a sudden we were like, none of that is resonating anymore. None of that is like fulfilling us. And we realized being in Costa Rica surrounded by this beautiful, beautiful nature and surrounded by this energy and these people that were so connected to this slower pace of life. And it was almost like they were connected to like what life was really about. <laughs> they had like this secret that we realized we had been looking for forever. Um, and we didn't even realize until we, until we were here in Costa Rica. And we were waking up to the fact that our life back home in Denver was just not uh, fulfilling anymore. So we basically flew back home to Denver and decided then and there that we had to move to Costa Rica. So we planned, we came up with this whole plan of, we left our jobs, we sold everything that didn't fit into our backpacks. And we moved to Costa Rica not very much longer later, a few months later, we were living in Costa Rica with like zero plan. We just knew we needed to be there and we fully trusted that something was meant for us there. And it was, and we found our way back, really found our way back home to ourselves. Um, we had grown up in um, Christian families, and or a Christian family. <laughs> we are blood sisters too. Sometimes okay. people don't know that we are actually <laughs> related. Um, and we had grown up in yeah, a Christian family, but we had strayed away from that um, as we entered, you know, just becoming an adult and like finding our own way. And so we had also left, you know, spirituality as well. So finding our way back to spirituality was like, it was really powerful for us because this is how we found basically everything we had been searching for externally. Like we had been searching for it in our jobs in our careers, in our relationships, even, you know, through traveling the world, we thought that was going to fulfill us. And it wasn't until we found our way back home to ourselves, you know, who we are in our soul and our hearts underneath all of underneath it all, underneath um, all these identities that society tries to put on us, um, we realized that that was what was truly fulfilling, like seeking yourself. Everything that we had been seeking was actually inside of us the entire time. And this was something um, that basically sparked our path from that point forward. We were, um, you know, inspired to start like being really conscious of everything we were consuming. So that includes food, right? We started to be really conscious of the food we were consuming and that led to becoming plant-based and um, practicing yoga and just diving as deep as we could into spirituality, learning as much as we could. And then we realized like, this is how this is, this is our purpose. Like we have to share this. Um, and so that turned into 
where we are now, where we've, you know, built a, an online coaching program and we've created this community that's centered around this idea of coming back home to yourself and realizing that everything that you are seeking, everything that you need is actually already here inside of you. And um, this is where we find that empowerment too, because when you realize that you can be soul satisfied, you can be self-satisfied, that is like the most empowering place that you can be um, operating in the world. That is so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. And it's crazy how much I see myself in you as well, um, because I kind of had the same spiritual awakening. I also quit my job in marketing and I was like, I don't want to do this. It's not fulfilling. Um, I don't see the purpose of this anymore. And I was also back then actually living in my favorite city in the world, which is Barcelona. So even though I was living in my favorite city and I felt like I kind of found what I wanted for so long, I didn't and I was doing something that was so against what you know I was feeling so I also quit everything I actually moved back home and you know started all of this as well so it's very beautiful to see that we're kind of on the same journey and I really love also what you said that everything is already within us and I think in a society where everything moves so quickly all of the time and we need to constantly push and I mean I find myself there so often still even though I know it's so wrong that I am enough I still feel like living with social media and Instagram and seeing all of the you know people that are achieving so much that you sometimes feel like you're still not good enough you need to push more which eventually leads to a burnout so seeing that you can slow down what you said and still be successful and still do all of this is just so great and so inspirational so um thank you so much for sharing that um i'm curious to know how how it happened um or how you started create to create a community like how what was like what were the first steps and how did it all evolve so it really it really sparked in us that we this desire for community when we continued our spiritual pilgrimage to Bali. So we spent about um, six months last year, at the end of the last year in Bali, all over Southeast Asia, really. And so um, at this point, our business was completely online. So we were coaching clients and doing uh, group mentorships and things like that completely online, which there's a whole lot of beauty in that, being able to work from anywhere in the world. But what we didn't know is we were missing that face-to-face -face connection. So we co-hosted this retreat in Bali and um, we just found so much healing in this community and being soul to soul, eye to eye, really being able to connect with each other on this whole new level. And we had no idea we were missing that because at this point we had been traveling full time for about maybe seven months longer. And so it's just us on the road, you know, like of course you make friends along the way, but it's really just us. And um, we had no idea how hungry we were for that for face-to-face soul-to-soul connection so after that we really realized that we need to make our own community there's so many people that are just like us that really need this connection and community and this safe place to just heal and grow um, so when we came home a few months later to florida is really when we decided like we need to make this own this community and there's so many people that really need to be a part of it and i think that we lose touch with that you know because 
um, there's so many things you can do online mm-hmm. and you kind of are told like, you need to like be strong and handle all your problems yourself. And like, you don't, you shouldn't be crying or anything like that. And we want to break free from that. We want to create a space where you can come when you don't feel strong, where you can come and you can just release and be yourself, your true self, and you can be held and, um, you can have real connection. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it's all about. Yeah, and I think we witnessed how transformational that community was when we were co-hosting this retreat. And we were realizing, like Leah said, how badly people were needing this because so almost everyone inside the retreat was like, I just don't have friends like this back home. I don't have anybody that I can talk to like this. And that was also a reoccurring theme or message that we were hearing with everyone that we were talking to online as well. They were like, I just love talking to you girls because I don't have anyone else to talk to about these types of things. You know, no one else in my life is really on this kind of level or on this path. And that was also what sparked in us this realization, like people, there's this need out here. There's a need that we need to fill, um, creating this space where people can come and be heard and be seen because in this digital age, it can be, there's so much connection happening, but there can also be so much isolation happening too. It's like we're more connected than ever, but we're also more isolated than ever. Um, There's this story that Brene Brown shares in one of her books that we always love about the story of this group of women living in this community and they would come together and um, they would wash their clothes in the river, right? I think it was something like that. They would wash their clothes in the river. And it was this beautiful like bonding moment that they always had. And then um, the community that was, it was a little bit of um, like a a village, I guess. They got an upgrade and they started to get some washing machines. And then all of a sudden um, there was like more depression being seen with throughout the village because they had lost this community, this connection where had they were coming together. And whereas before, you know, they were coming together and washing their clothes together. So it's just, goes to show how powerful community is. And also um, there's this crazy statistic that uh, connection, human connection is the number one contributor to longevity. So human connection can increase your lifespan more than any other factor in your life. And that is so, so true. We see it for ourselves. And um, so it's just beautiful that we have been able to expand Sisters That Stray into something more than just the two of us. Because at first, Sisters That Stray was us. We were the Sisters That Stray. But now, Sisters That Stray is a community. Like, we're, it's not us. It's not the two of us. Like, anyone can be a Sister That Strays um, if you feel aligned in this path. And you need a tribe behind you that's going to uplift you, believe in you, celebrate you, hold you accountable, motivate you, believe in your dreams. That's so beautiful. So how do you connect to your community? Do you have like, you know, calls with each other? Do you have weekly calls? How does it look like? Yeah, so it's actually, it's been interesting. This um, pandemic crisis has actually inspired us to launch our own um, monthly membership because we feel like this is the best way that we can serve our community right now. Um, so our membership is going to basically just be <laughs> where you can get everything that we can give you in one place. So we're, we're going to um, host all of our, um, our courses, 
all of our resources, all of our libraries of resources, which is, you know, yoga flows, at-home workouts, guided meditations. We're hosting it all within um, this membership platform. But our favorite part is uh, we're going to start hosting weekly masterminds where our community can come together and virtually um, and still find that connection. Because right now, more than ever, like, we need connection, we need community. Um, so we're blessed with this gift of technology where we can still meet and we can come together and it's a mastermind. So we're not just coming together and Leah and I just, you know, spewing some knowledge at a group of people, but we're coming together and we're learning from each other. We're bouncing off of each other. Um, we're inspiring each other and we're reminding each other of who we are like we are powerful and our source of energy our source of love is infinite so we no matter what our external circumstances are no matter what state the world is in we can still be so grounded and so secure in who we are and where our power comes from because it comes from an infinite source um so that's been such a blessing um our community, you know, of before this social distancing was happening, we were, of course, meeting in person. And that is our favorite way to connect with our community. Mm -hmm. Like Leo was saying, like the magic of coming together soul to soul, human to human. We actually host retreats in Costa Rica where we experienced yes. our spiritual awakenings yes. and where we call home, Manuel mm -hmm. Antonio, Costa Rica. So that is like our all time favorite thing to do. We just yes. had one in February and the next one's in September. Nice. So that's super special because the tribe comes from all over the world mm -hmm. and meets up in this magical, jungle of Costa Rica <laughs> and we do like the fun things we go out and see Costa Rica and we jump off waterfalls and we hike through the jungle and we play in the ocean because we're reconnecting to our roots and nature that was what really inspired Leah and I in the very beginning was like realizing remembering that you know this is real this is reality nature is a reminder of who we really are because we all come from nature we are nature and when we remember that it's it helps us to reconnect to our roots to reconnect to our center mm -hmm. where we came from you know um especially okay. as as women too that's that's the beautiful thing about being a woman is that we are literally designed after nature herself mm -hmm. um so that was, that's something that's really special to us about bringing people to Costa Rica is getting them that experience with this beautiful, beautiful, magical nature. Mm -hmm. It's so lush and it's so full of like ancient wisdom too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we're also doing the hard work. We're doing the inner work too. Yeah. So we take away all the external distractions and it's just you and it's nature and it's a space for you to just express yourself mm -hmm. and to go inward. So it's really, really special. Do lots of yoga, meditation, of course. And we host workshops too. So we host workshops locally um, and around the country as well. So our workshops, we love to do um, workshops around yoga and meditation. And um, we like to bring everything that we learn in our travels in Costa Rica and Southeast Asia and bring them into our workshops so that people who may not have the opportunity to travel and to experience what we've been so blessed to experience, to bring it right there, bring that magic to them so that they can experience for them for themselves as well. 
It's so nice. It sounds so beautiful. I need to join you guys. <laughs> it sounds really, yeah, really nice. <laughs> um, you mentioned that, especially, you know, now that all of this stuff is happening around the world in the Corona time and you, you know, you, that was kind of the moment for you to, um, you know, launch this membership, but how do you communicate, um, this to, you know, your community, the girls, the women that you work with, um, and how do you deal with it yourself at the moment? Yeah, that's a great question. We've been, it's interesting because we've actually, everything that been teaching our community feels like it's all been leading up to this moment because now all these practices and these tools that we've been giving them are more relevant, more important, more than ever. So our membership, it's called Light Warriors Right. And um, we call it like, we're, we're the warriors of the light. That's what we've always kind of like called our tribe. Mm -hmm. So now it's like, we've been training for this. Like we are the warriors. Now is the time to channel the inner warrior and to use, we always like, we give tools and practices and we always kind of say like, put it in your tool belt, <laughs> put it in your toolbox. We're like, now's the time, like without the tool belt, you know what to do. Like you have exactly. been training for this. It's really just using all the mindfulness practices that we teach and we practice all the time. So things like a morning routine, that's super essential right now, especially, it's, yeah, especially if you're feeling out of whack with your normal room, a morning routine that now more than ever and that's when you are able to nourish yourself at the very beginning of your day and you leah always says i love when leah says that um this is how you give the best of you back to yourself because in the morning you're fresh um it's you're at your best you have your your most energy you know nothing else it's has like you're rebirthed like exactly sleep, it's like kind of similar to like dying in a way and then you, you wake up and you're like rebirthed right exactly. like ready to go like you're new you're fresh yes. so give yourself that piece of you not halfway through your day you're at the end of your day when you're worn out and there's so many distractions and things going on and things in your mind um yeah we feel it's so important like first thing in the morning and to we, dive into your spiritual practices yes so that can be a few minutes of meditation a few minutes of journaling and a few minutes of movement that's our favorite way to start our day we also um during this time we are staying super connected to our faith, our faith in the universe, our faith that even though we can't understand everything that's happening, even though things may feel very much out of our control, we have faith in our higher power in the universe that everything that's happening is for the greater good, that there's a higher purpose for all of this. And that is the most, I think, comforting, comforting comforting, like um, belief to fall back on is to fall back on your faith. Yeah, a lot of people are feeling a lot of fear and anxiety right now, and they feel anxiety because they're out of control. But when we realize we were never really in control, then that should bring you a lot of comfort. Like there's a higher power here that has yes. it all figured out. Like, you don't have to be in control. Not for us to, <laughs> to figure out. And it's beautiful what's happening. The earth is healing. Mother Earth is finally getting this deep, deep healing that she deserves and has needed for so long and um, people are connecting in a different way and like mm -hmm. healing relationships going inward looking looking inward for the answers rather than looking to everyone else it's almost so, like sparking this oh, 
global awakening is what we've been seeing is because people are it's like mother earth told us all to go to our rooms and think about what we've been doing with our lives so everyone's like whoa what is this who am i <laughs> what am i doing with my life so people it's almost like that is that's a beautiful gift in itself is it sparked this global worldwide awakening of people you know spending time with themselves probably for the first time in years and spending time at home with their family spending time outside gardening these it's actually we're seeing it as yes there is a lot of darkness there's a lot of heaviness happening there's even death there's fear there's anxiety but there's also this rebirth of love there's also this beautiful sacred pause that mother earth is experiencing where you know where the um flights there's not as much pollution in the air happening there's not as much pollution even ground pollution as well people not out and about and they're driving their cars either so it's just worldwide we're slowing down and we're taking this sacred pause to reflect and to take this as an opportunity to reset it's like we've been given this beautiful gift to reset mm -hmm. and when we say that nothing will be the same again after this point, take that as a good thing. You can make some positive change in your life now. Reflect on what wasn't working in your life before all of this, and now here's the perfect opportunity to make a change. Right, the, the perspective we're taking and encouraging our community to take is looking at the obstacle as an opportunity. Mm -hmm. So like, what good can come from this? And focus on the good, focus on the light, and that's what you're gonna get more of, and that's what you're gonna put out into the world, and that's what the world needs right now. Yes. Exactly, yeah. No, I completely agree. It's what I just said before as well, is that the moving has always been, the world has always been moving so fast that at the moment it's just like standing still, and everyone is so confused because we finally have all of the time to, you know, to to think about everything that has been going on and to really reflect on everything and spend some time with ourselves, which is scary for some people because all of a sudden you have all of these thoughts which you never you know, went to because you were always on the go, always busy. So I think it's a great way of looking at it like from this perspective and also, of course, what you said that the world is healing. I think that is the, one of the most important things right now and this is what has been needed for so long and um at the end of the day finally it's happening you know that the world is at a still stand and finally can have some time for itself <laughs> so i think that's very nice said um in terms of what you said um with the women empowerment why is it so important to you um and when did you start feeling like you want to put more importance onto that in your program or in your community? Yes, I think that we have been very blessed to have grown up with a mother who has always, always instilled in us this independence and to learn to be totally empowered as a woman. And she's always encouraged us to to seek ourselves first before we ever were seeking, you know, validation in relationships or in men um, or whatever partners we chose. And she was always, always encouraging us to pursue a career because she was like, you know, I don't want you to just 
grow up and and get married and assume that a man is going to take care of you. You know, she always, always, always was very encouraging to us as far as pursuing a career and being independent. So I think that stuck with has stuck with us. And now as we've been diving deeper into our path and spirituality and personal development, we have also been learning how special it really is to be a woman like it is the most beautiful gift ever to be a woman because women are so so special and so sacred i'm not just saying that because i am a woman but it's like it's true we really are it's very something we hold so much wisdom in our bodies yes and what we have learned through our students and through our own journeys is it's much more about just remembering who we are and stepping into that power and finding empowerment that way. Um, because, you know, we are health, we are happiness, we are joy, we are love at our core. That's our natural essence. So it's just remembering that. And how do you remember? You go inward. So it's through meditation and connecting to your intuition, connecting to your inner guide that you can remember that. And it's also, we, we love to remind our clients that everything that society tries to tell you is a weakness about being a woman, being emotional, being super caring, being, you know, mothering and soft and gentle. These are actually our strengths. We are so emotionally intelligent. We are so wise because our intuition is super strong and we are so intuitive and the everything that society tries to tell us is actually is a weakness is actually a strength and realizing that being a woman is something that is so so special because we are actually designed after nature um something that we've been really loving teaching our clients about is coming back to um coming back into your natural rhythm because we have cycles that are literally designed after the seasons of mother earth. So we're literally designed after mother earth. And when we learn how to live in harmony with our seasons and with our cycles, um, you know, we have four cycles. We don't just have our menstrual cycles. There's three other cycles happening <laughs> around that one. And when we learn to live in harmony with these cycles and how they affect us, because each cycle, you know, affects us physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally. And when we learn how, what cycle we're in, we can move through our life, through our day with so much more power and wisdom because we know you know right now i'm in this cycle so i need to honor myself this way maybe it's um a cycle where my body is like for example in your menstrual cycle that is like your winter season so you know to honor yourself by hibernating by um, indulging in a lot of self-care but then you know come two cycles later you're in like your spring and summer seasons so you know okay now's a great time to engage in a new product project. Now's a great time to host a party, be social because your energy is like extra attractive right now. Um, now's a good time to stand up and ask for what you need to voice, voice your needs. Um, because you're you're not, if you're not synced up with those cycles and honoring that, then you're going against the current. So you're not really fully honoring yourself or your emotions. 
And we don't have to live like that. We don't. We can live empowered and we can sync up with our cycles and understand them and realize that we have cycles just like the moon, just like the tides. We are nature. And if we go with the current, then life Mm -hmm. is so much easier, more beautiful, more abundant. We're able to understand ourselves so much deeper and honor ourselves where we're at and move forward in life that way. And our feminine energy too, Lee and I have been on this kind of our own personal journey towards reclaiming our feminine energy, our feminine energy being um, the the divine masculine and, and feminine. So not related to gender necessarily, but the feminine energy being the, the energy that is all around the being, the embodying, the feeling, the surrendering, the allowing. So going back to what we were talking about before with like this whole crisis that's happening in our world, then now is the time to be tuning into that feminine energy, to be tuning into the allowing and the surrendering. Because when you just stop fighting against the current, just allow yourself to be picked up in the flow of the universe and the universe is going to carry you towards what is yours. It's not going to rush you past opportunities that were meant for you and it won't keep you stuck in anything that wasn't meant for you either. If you just allow yourself to be picked up in that current, um, then that is, it just brings so much it'll actually bring you so much power and so much, so much energy because you're not wasting your energy anymore on fighting against the current. Now, all of a sudden you have like all of this extra power and energy inside of you that you're no longer wasting and that you can channel towards something good. I love that you mentioned the, um, the phases of the cycle and also the feminine energy. This is something that I personally have struggled with for so long where I would always ask myself, why am I so low on energy? I was like, you know, the chronic fatigue because I would always push myself beyond what my cycle was telling me to do. And I would always, you know, ask myself what's wrong with me until I found out about all of this. And I realized, hey, this is actually so cool. Like I can, you know, apply everything to each phase and be the best I can be during this phase. And once I learned all of this, I also adapted it with nutrition. I don't know if you, you girls do that as well, but I also, I teach that with my clients as well, where I also go through the different phases of the cycle and I tell them, hey, add these foods to your diet. They will make you feel better because of the hormones and everything around that. Also with the feminine energy, um, something that I also recently just learned. And it's so awakening once you found out about find out about this and you're like, why did I not know about this before? Because it all makes sense later on, you know? Um, but our society never teaches us that you, you go to, you know, to the doctor and all they tell you is here's the birth control and this will make everything go away. Well, it makes everything worse at the end of the day. Um, I also am curious to know how you girls deal with like self-love and self-acceptance, because I just mentioned as well before that Instagram is full of, you know, images of, women that look a specific way and especially if you're a young girl you tend to compare yourself constantly you tend to you know either way get into an eating disorder you know eat too much eat too little whatever is going on there's just so much pain that a lot of girls are going through so how do you deal with that how do you love yourself and how do you love your body the way it is Absolutely. It's definitely been a journey and it's one of those things that takes mindfulness and practice every single day because we're flooded with like in all different directions of like 
this is the perfect body and this is how you should act and this is how you should look and this is how she is. And so what's really helped both of us um, is our spiritual practices and our mindfulness practices and just really coming home to yourself and realizing that you are everything you need. All of your fulfillment is within. So it's a lot of different practices we use. Like we have sacred Sundays. So every Sunday is like our day. You probably have the same struggle when you're an entrepreneur and you work online, like your business, you could work 24 seven, literally. (laughs) So we really had to set some boundaries in our business because it was like tearing us down. It really was. So Sundays are like phones off in nature, very inward and really just full of self-care. So baths or dancing or cooking really beautiful foods, um, whatever it is we feel we need, writing, reading. So it's like these little acts of self-love. And it also comes back to this divine feminine, like really embodying your your sexuality, your sensuality, and like loving yourself that way. Um, I've experienced some really profound healing in my sacral chakra. And what really helped me is connecting to my own sensuality like my own love for myself mm-hmm. um and realizing that that i am just where i need to be and like no one else is me like mm-hmm. you know like there's so much power in like just standing in your power so um meditation has been extremely extremely healing mm-hmm. um spending time in your body too mm-hmm. that's been Oh, so healing because Mm -hmm. yeah, you can start to like hate your body. Mm -hmm. Um, especially as a woman, like you were saying, it's like, we were just talking about this with our, um, some of our clients last night, actually about what it means to be a woman, Mm -hmm. because we grow up in the society where literally everywhere we look, there's an image of what our bodies are supposed to look like according to society. And it's just completely unrealistic standards that we're held up to. And then like what you were saying, maybe you, you eat too much or you eat too little. And that's more pressure that we get from society. She's too thin. Now she's too big. She's too muscular. She looks like a man. Or you're not strong enough. You're too skinny. You need to eat more. Or it's just crazy. It's crazy the amount of pressure that we are under as women. And it's so, so important to when you get to this point, when you realize that you get to define for yourself what it means to be a woman, it's so important to sit down and really think about that and think about for yourself, define for yourself what it means to be a woman because we're from birth imprinted with just from cultures and society of what women are supposed to be, how they're supposed to act, how they're supposed to look. And we're never given the opportunity to think for ourselves, like, what does it mean to you to be a woman? Because it can mean completely different things from, from you, from me to Leah, we all have our own definitions of what it means to be a woman. So we encouraged our clients last night to sit down and journal on it and journal what does it mean to be a woman and how can I embody that? And these practices of, sensuality practicing sensuality coming you know coming into your body and finding moments where you can really feel at home in your body and you can do that through dance through yoga um dance has been a huge part of our healing journeys we fell in love with it in bali ecstatic dance in particular has Mm -hmm. been our medicine it's been literally medicine for us because it's so empowering to move your body in a way where 
first of all, there's no substances involved because we both definitely went through phases. I, I know I used to say this all the time when I was younger, I'd be like, you know, I can't dance unless I've had a drink because it was always about what it looked like. And that was always, I always grew up dancing just for the way it looked, you know, I was, I never really danced because it was just fun. And then when we ex, um, experienced ecstatic dance for the first time, I think that was the funnest part was to just close your eyes and know that like, no one's looking at you, no one's expecting you to look a certain way. And you can just close your eyes and fully move your body in a way that's intuitive, in a way that feels good, in a way that's fun, that's freeing, that's and a way that's true to you. Because mm -hmm. it's just a, an experience for yourself. It's not for anyone else. It's only for you. Mm -hmm. So at least once a day, we go outside barefoot, put our feet in the earth and just dance. And it's been super fun. We'll post videos on Instagram and tag like all of our community and tribe and, and they will all well. And it's like this really beautiful movement of people just finding this freedom and expressing themselves. Mm -hmm. It's so. a great act of self-love and mm -hmm. self-care. It's one of our favorites. And cooking too, which I'm sure you love as well. Yes. <laughs> um, that's a, a beautiful act of yes. self-care to take that time in your day to not just rush through a meal, but to mindfully create something really nourishing and beautiful and, and colorful love into it yes. and intention into it and just know that it's going to nourish your body. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, we found a lot of healing through, through eating and cooking and plants and like being nourished straight from the source, straight from Mother Earth, mm -hmm. and like knowing what we're putting into our bodies and how it's gonna affect our bodies, how it's gonna affect our mood, or our mind, our or hormones, our... like you said. Exactly. Yeah. That's beautiful. I love I love the part about the dancing as well, because what you said as well is that when you're younger, you know, you go to clubs and whatever and you feel like you need to dance a certain way to, you know, appeal sexy and whatever. Whereas you don't enjoy it as much. You feel like you enjoy it, but you're not feeling your true self. And also something that I've experienced recently is um, when I'm very stressed, I just decided to just turn on music and just dance my heart out and not care about how I look or whatever. And it has helped me personally as well so much. And now I'm also what you girls are doing. I'm also encouraging people like I'm just recording myself. I don't care how it looks. I'm just like, you know, just do it as well. It's gonna feel good. And it's amazing when then girls tell me, hey, I've just done it. And it's I never experienced something like this before. It's such a small thing and so natural to us. But we forget about those small little things that have such a huge impact on us. Uh, so thank you so much for sharing that. Um, so we're almost at the end, but I have one last question. I don't know how good, how old you girls are. So, but 10 years ago, where have you been and what could you tell yourself now that would probably impact you later? Mm. Oh, such a good question. That is a really good question. So 10 years ago, I was 18. And I would tell my 18 year old self that she has a lot to look forward to, that her 28-year-old self is a, <laughs> a straight-up goddess and digital CEO, entrepreneur, girl boss. And I would remind her that everything that she needs, everything that she's seeking validation for is already within her. And to stop seeking that validation in others and 
to know that it's only going to get better from here. There's only more good coming from here. And I just think back on my 18 year self and I know that I was definitely like, I was so lost and I was so, um, I just remember that age seeking validation in men and not really understanding healthy relationships at all and thinking that I had to look a certain way in order to be loved, in order to get attention, in order to be likable. Mm. Um, So I just want to go back to my 18-year-old self and just like give her the biggest hug and tell her that don't be looking for (laughs) validation and love in the wrong places. Look (laughs) inside and know that um, the best is yet to come. Yeah. 10 years ago, I was 16. And I was going to say the same thing as you said about, I would tell her, look inside. Mm -hmm. So when I was 16, I was actually, I got married at 18 to a man in the military. And so when I was 16, I was dating him and the marriage did not last very long. And (laughs) it went, it went bad. I mean, it was abusive and had a lot of trauma from that, but I can see that relationship now it's taught me my biggest lessons. Like I believe we learn our biggest lessons and our biggest, like our most painful experiences. We always say your pain takes you from painful to powerful, basically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Your your greatest treasures are are buried in the ruins. Exactly. So when I look at my 16 year old self, I just see this like very lost, very confused, girl um again looking for validation from like anywhere outside of herself not inward Mm -hmm. so first i would say be kind to yourself be gentle with yourself be compassionate with yourself and um and i would also say to feel a little bit more i was definitely one of i was a number like i looked for anything to numb my pain to numb the feelings Mm -hmm. didn't know how to express myself or communicate or feel my emotions so I would definitely tell her to just feel it all feel it (laughs) and love it anyways that's so beautiful thank you so much for sharing I could go on forever with you girls honestly I'm learning so much (laughs) it's so much fun um but yeah I think we've been like it's been what 45 minutes now a little longer which has been so amazing and I'm sure that um, all of the listeners of my podcast are going to enjoy this so much because they're also going to learn so much. Maybe one day we will see each other in Costa Rica. Who knows? <laughs> now, after the whole coronavirus thing is gone, I might come there because I always wanted to. So um, I'd love to connect love with that. you. <laughs> Please do. This I will has been definitely. Thank you so much for yes. having us. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, we really well. could just talk for hours with you. Mm-hmm. So it's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much for having us. And um, yeah, we'll we'll see you in Costa Rica. Yes, (laughs) we will. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much, girls. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you.